Welcome home, Charles. Pull up a gutter and fall down. You look like you've come for our pre-introductory autopsy. You can't die on us, Charles. You haven't given us our presents yet. I brought you no presents. I'd sooner pet a bubonic rat. Look at that other bag. See if there's anything or anybody still in there. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me from across the pond, my good pal, Simon. A gentleman. Today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 9, Mr. and Mrs. Who. It's the 182nd episode overall, directed by Burt Metcalf, written by Ronnie Graham. It originally aired on November 12th, 1979, and the production code is S606. Welcome home, Charles. Pull up a gutter and fall down. You look like you've come for our pre-introductory autopsy. Leave me alone. You can't die on us, Charles. You haven't given us our presents yet. I brought you no presents. I'd sooner pet a bubonic rat. Uh-huh. Come on. Nobody goes to Tokyo without buying presents. I know. He's got them hidden away in his suitcase. What'd you bring, Ads? What'd you bring, Ads? Oh, sure. Bring back the empties. Where'd those come from? I don't know, Charles. You were supposed to be at a medical seminar at Tokyo General. Probably had to do an emergency operation. Save some chorus girl from sweating to death. Pink Parasol Nightclub and Bathhouse. Oh, a fine hospital, famous for their underwater appendectomies. I might have been spared nothing. Oh, look at this. What, what? A boutonniere with rice in it. Come on, Charles, tell us what happened. All we know so far is that you were nowhere near a monastery. Very well. Gentlemen, may I speak confidentially? Absolutely. Man to man. To man. Yeah. I would like to tell you exactly what happened last night in Tokyo. I have the faintest idea. And the plot summary for this episode. After a drunken trip to Tokyo, Winchester is visited by his new wife. Meanwhile, the camp is hit with an outbreak of hemorrhagic fever, and they don't know how to deal with it. We're smack in the middle of our semi-annual visit from everybody's favourite disease, Korean hemorrhagic fever. Major Houlihan and I have the latest poop from HQ. It still does not appear to be contagious. The most likely causes seem to be small insects, chiggers, or mites. I just love the way your nostrils flare when you talk medical. Doctor, pay attention. I am, I am. It might be mites. At least they're positive they're not sure. About the only thing they do know for sure is that 10 to 20% of the people who get it are going to die. Surgeon General's office calls that figure significant. My choice would be appalling. And they've sent us a change in the prescribed treatment of patients in phase three. Good timing. We got Shaw in there warming up for phase three right now. Just to refresh our memories, Colonel, if I may, phase three is characterized by abnormally high urinary output, delirium, sometimes coma. Thank you, Major. And severe loss of appetite. Thank you again, Major. Colonel, what do they want us to do for Corporal Shaw? Well, as soon as his kidneys get back to work, the latest word is no intravenous salt solution. No IV saline? What are we supposed to give them, hot chocolate? Colonel, these kids are going to be putting out huge amounts of fluids. They're going to be losing sodium by the pound. 
I know that, Honeycutt, along with potassium chloride and everything but their socks. Are you getting any of this, Winchester? Hanging on every sock, sir. Nonetheless, the directive is very specific. The procedure using an IV solution of 5% salt is discontinued. Has to be. These kids can't handle it. In many cases, fluids just fill up the lungs, and the boys literally drown internally. Now all we need is a cure for the cure. According to HQ, it's no saline. Let the disease run its course. So what do we do? We just stand around like this, like dummies, and do nothing? Surely, Colonel, there is something we can do. We are physicians, not spectators. Colonel, does that say no saline at all? That's right, at all. I'd put that under the heading of overcompensation. Well, you know the Army Beach. A ton of prevention for an ounce of cure. Call it what you want. I think they mean it, Pierce. Failure to follow the procedure in this directive will be treated as a court-martial offense and can result in automatic loss of rank and pay and dishonorable discharge. For our guest stars, we start off with Claudette Nevins. She played Donna Marie Parker. Her first film was the 1961 3D feature The Mask, which later became a cult classic. Other feature film appearances included Sleeping with the Enemy with Julia Roberts, All the Marbles with Peter Falk, and Tough Turf. And James Keane plays Corporal Shaw. 105 credits on IMDb and he's still acting today. And of course we have Kelly Nakahara returning as the lovable Kelly Yamato. Major Winchester. Major Winchester! Huh? I had to wake you, sir. This is really important. Gliga, unless my pants are on fire, you are a dead man. Major, you are in big trouble. Oh, uh, well, sort of big trouble. You better take this line mm. down, sir. There was a call for you from Seoul. A lady. Said she'd be here in two hours. Uh, she have a name? She certainly did. Mrs. Chuck Winchester III. All right, let's go ahead and discuss the episode. I think I'll start us off. I okay. actually really like this episode. I gave it, a, yeah, I gave it a 9 out of 10. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I just, I, I liked, first of all, I liked the opening scene where Charles comes back and the banter between Hawkeye, uh, BJ, and Charles. I should have known better than to turn for help to you, insensitive dolt. No, I'm sorry, Charles. We'll behave. Don't you remember anything at all? I attended some sort of party at the hospital and fell victim to the insidious blandishments of a rowdy surgical staff. That's it? That's all you remember? This morning, when I checked out of the hotel, the manager sharply advised that I stay away in perpetuity. <laughs> we we got to find out what happened. Look at that other bag. See if there's anything or anybody still in there. Oh, look what I found. Oh, now we're getting someplace. Give me those. Oh, no. One picture is worth $1,000. We can get them developed in x-ray. Now maybe we can find out what goes in these stockings. Uh, we can drop them off on our way to post out. Come on, Charles. Surely you jest. I heard there were no casualties during my absence. There weren't, but if we got a disease for you. Are you mad? I'm not getting off this cot until the ground stops moving. Come on, Charles. Upsy-daisy. Don't say upsy. Oh. Yeah. Those those trio, they just work so well. It was the same with Frank. You know, when when they had those three main characters together, they just worked so well off of each other. And it was so, it's really cool to see that they actually, you know, got rid of a third of them, but bring another person on and the chemistry still works. And it's still amazing that they work off each other so well. It just shows, you know, what kind of great actors they got for these roles. But yeah. I really enjoyed that entire scene. That that was that was really good. This hemorrhagic fever sounds horrible. Mm. My biggest fear is drowning. And to drown while not in water would be yeah. just horrific. You know, to have yeah. your lungs fill up with fluid and... Ooh. Yeah, so yeah, I definitely wouldn't want this. This sounded horrible. I really liked Mrs. Winchester. 
I thought, you know, she was a fun character. It would have been cool to see her again, you know. Uh, and it looked like Winchester actually wound up liking her as well. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, towards the end. Yeah. yeah, they definitely had, uh, there was definitely chemistry. And it was funny because, you know, you're not sure at the beginning if he's truly married or not. Because it sounded like something that he would do while drunk. Well, not him, but people in general <laughs> do when yeah. they get really drunk. But, you know, you come to find out that they're not really married, that some, you know, I don't remember what it was, a hotel owner or somebody married them. You don't remember! Well, I, I went to such a full evening. There are certain little gaps in my memory. Well, I can't be expected to remember every detail. <laughs> Please, go on. The whole thing was your idea from the beginning. What? Yes! You kept walking around saying, I can't keep my hands off this angel. Somebody marry us before it's too late. Mako Nakamura married us just to shut you up. Mako Nakamura. <laughs> what is he, one of those tawdry backstreet marrying Sams? No, actually, a highly respected bartender at the hotel where we had the party. A bartender performed the ceremony? Well, it was a toss-up between him and the doorman, but the doorman was busy hailing a rickshaw. <laughs> then we weren't... we aren't uh, actually... No! <laughs> 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 In that event, you wouldn't mind answering an extremely personal question. Of course not. What is your name? So it was all, you know, it was all for fun. But uh, no, I, I really enjoyed their interaction. I thought they had great chemistry. And I, like I said, I would have liked to have seen her in future episodes. But unfortunately, we don't ever see her again. No. The really cool thing, I, li- I love the fact that mash is on like the cutting edge of of medicine you know because they're on the fly they have to do things so when they have this you know they have this uh fever that's going around and they're told not to do something you know they can't do the sodium Mm -hmm. you know they have to really think on their feet and try to come up with a solution to save people you know and now what they discover will probably be you know used throughout the world to to treat that type of fever you know and it's happened before mash has done several of those episodes where they come up with this brand new technique that's never been done before because they have to they have no choice you know they're not gonna let people die so it just i just i love the fact that you know and i'm assuming this is true in real life with mash units coming up with new ways of doing things that that no one ever thought of because that's all they can do you know so i just i love that aspect of of the show that they show these people are definitely on the cutting edge of things i was really excited for the enthusiasm that bj and hawkeye had when shaw woke up you know that their treatment actually worked yeah which was was huge and i absolutely love the unwedding scene at the end <laughs> yeah that was good i thought that was great what, what well part of it was <laughs> okay well we'll get to that part when you give me your thoughts <laughs> i the reason i give this such a high number is because i thought both the a story and the b story were equally really good yeah i yeah. didn't feel like one was better than the other i didn't feel one was really weak you know and one was super strong they were both solid a and B stories. You know, you had this fever breaking out and then coming up with a new solution. And then you had Winchester supposedly getting married. It just, the both stories worked really well together and they just told a complete episode. And it was really nice for a change. Yeah. You know, normally you always have one or the other, but this one, I thought both stories were actually really, really good. So I gave it a nine yeah, out they, of 10. Yeah, they both, they both complemented each other really well. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I gave it eight out of 10. Nice. I it was, uh, I took off half a point for the drunk scene at the end, um, <laughs> which was inevitable, really, at the end of the day. It's yeah. going to happen. But I, no, like you, I, I love the worst for wear Charles at the beginning, where he comes 
hanging off the jeep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Staley can't remember anything. And when he says to me, if you are through mooing, I, I love that kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, they find Winchester's photos and the fact he's called Chuck. But the, one, one of the bits in that, when when he's talking to the to the apparent Mrs. Winchester, which of course we find out she is a Mrs. Winchester, um, but the fact that he's looking at it in, 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 in total exasperation, he turns around and just says, what is your name? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I love the way that she turns around and says, you give the longest compliments. Which is, uh, <laughs> so true for Charles. And, and yeah, I do agree as well. I think the the I, I think that's the A storyline. I think the B storyline with the the the, um, the you know getting a conclusion with the low sodium drip is okay. also very good. Yeah. Um, but you can't help but think that well, if they knew that the saline solution with a high amount of sodium was causing problems, they must have got to that point by testing out other sodium levels, uh, whether it be medium or low. So you, you kind of do think how inept um, you know the the high the mm. higher echelons are yeah. at, uh, at, at sending out orders. Um, yeah, the drunk scene at the end is you know I, I do enjoy the bit where they're, they're getting unmarried, like you said. That's that's really fun. I I, I, I can't help it. Uh, it's always my Achilles heel of, <laughs> of drunken. And, uh, you know, a drunken Harry Morgan is just not my. <laughs> but you know, but that you know, but still, eight out of ten is a very high score, and, and I totally agree with you. I think the A and B storylines are incredibly complementary. Yeah, they both work really well, and it's it's just a wonderfully smooth episode. And funnily enough, um, I don't read. I mean, obviously, I've seen this before because I've watched Mash quite a few times, but uh, this one is not something that that stands in my brain as being an episode that I can you know suddenly come up with. Yeah. Yeah. So it was quite nice watching this again and, and being thoroughly entertained. So, no, a good a good one for me. So you, you gave it a nine? I gave it a nine, yeah. I gave it an eight, and IMDb rating is 7.8. Which so, I find shocking. Uh, well, I guess it's closer to you. Yeah, so it's I guess it's... to me, though. It is close, you're right. So, yeah, so I guess it is on, on, on par. I just... Yeah, I, and you do... You do have issues of um, not being able to give low ranking. <laughs> oh, you should have seen me so. on these six episodes when we were rec- when I was watching these. I was like, some oh. of them, I was like, oh, I really want to give it a six, but I can't do it. Oh, so, you got to uh, uh, go It's so difficult. <laughs> yeah, but IMDb 7.8, that's not bad. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck, here I am. Oh, please, no. Look, Chuck, we can handle Shaw. Why don't you go meet the missus? If we have any problems, we'll call you. And if you have any problems, call us. Go, go. Hello. Oh, I guess you didn't expect to see me again so soon. Your visit is somewhat of a surprise. <laughs> well, I had to go to a meeting in Seoul, and I knew you were stationed near Seoul, so I just uh, hitched a ride. Could we talk somewhere a little more private? Hmm. You read my mind. Oh, charming. <laughs> Now then, dear lady, as you can imagine, I am somewhat taken aback by your presence here. You're angry with me. Well, not exactly. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I know when we said goodbye, you didn't expect me to show up again the very next day. I am surprised, yes. Well, you did invite me, you know. I did? It wasn't invited, really. It was more like, come live with me and be my love, and we will all the pleasures prove. Good heavens, that is me. Now, how could a girl resist a line like that, hmm? Yeah, how indeed. (laughs) How indeed. Especially from a man with chip dip on his head and cute little smiles painted on his kneecaps. (laughs) Yes, I did let my hair down, as it were. As it were. Well, I was swept up in the joy of the 
Evening, who could forget our jolly excursion into the Pink Parasol nightclub and bows? <laughs> Wasn't that place wild? <laughs> Don't I know it. Uh. <laughs> and you looked so funny dancing with that Japanese chef, singing, If you knew sushi like I know sushi. I'm known for my seafaring songs. Oh, no, you sing wonderfully. No. No, you do. If it hadn't been for your old promise me, wedding wouldn't have been any fun at all. Ah, the wedding. Yes. Let's uh, talk about the wedding. All right. Now, was that in the parasol baths as well? Oh, no, you big lug at the party. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I think I have the first one here. The B storyline may sound familiar, as this is the second episode to deal with hemorrhagic fever. The first was season four, episode 12, Soldier of the Month, where Frank comes down with the illness. Ah, right, okay. Well, they do say it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, another bout of it. So it's not like it's a normal thing. It does almost sound like it's a regular occurrence, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, which, which Which makes you think then that they should already have had That's the true cure. too, yeah. <laughs> uh, Hawkeye states that all anyone knows for sure is hemorrhagic fever has two H's, two R's and no cure. Yet he actually has three R's. <laughs> <laughs> Just because uh, you're a doctor doesn't mean you can spell. <laughs> That's very true. The use of 0.9 normal saline IVs has been common since the early days of intravenous therapy. The 5% sodium solution they were supposedly using is used only in extreme cases of low blood sodium. So, yeah, so it doesn't sound like it's a normal thing anyways. They shouldn't be using sodium. Colonel Potter tells Klinger to shuffle off to Buffalo. Uh, This is a quote from the movie 42nd Street from 1933. That That was a good Potter. (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, the title of this episode is from a 1941 movie called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Not not the Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. No. <laughs> uh, I have the fun fact uh, for this episode. Now, season eight may have been the end for MASH. Alan Alder told the Chicago Tribune's Gene Siskel in 1979 that the show might not make it past the conclusion of its eighth season in 1980. It depends on whether we think we can think up more stories, he said. By the end of next year, we will have done 200 stories. If we develop a staff that feels like it has the energy to go on, then maybe we'll decide to go on. We don't want to run it into the ground. A couple of times lately, we felt as though we were repeating ourselves, and we don't want to do that. So that's an example there of using a previous storyline. And we said that on on one of our last episodes, Uh actually, that um, we we feel there was a few things coming in. But that certainly changed. (laughs) It's definitely changed, yeah, because, I mean, they went on for another four more seasons after this. So Yeah. No, three more seasons, I guess. It's 11 seasons total. I can do math. (laughs) How's he doing? No sign of fluid in his lungs. What did you find out in the lab? So far, so good. Sodium is beginning to move up. You think we're onto something here? I don't know what we're doing so simple. So is the wheel. I hear that's catching on pretty well. There was only something we could stitch or rebuild. Piece is something we could take out. This is agony. It's a strange feeling, isn't it? Inside this kid's body, there are microscopic armies fighting a war bigger than Korea. We can't even get in it. All right, time for trivia. Uh, Last episode's question was, which two characters come from Boston, Massachusetts? And the answer is, everyone knows Charles Winchester III. I mean, that was a given. Mm-hmm. But the second person was Trapper John. This episode's question, uh, what, I thought this could be a hard one because I didn't know what it was. So I just saw, no. the, I saw the question. I'm like, okay, these people want harder questions. So I'm going <laughs> to give it to them. Okay, you are. <laughs> 
What was Radar's dog's name back in Iowa? Mm. There is an answer. I hope so. (laughs) Then you walked up to the winning sumo wrestler and said, Get into some shorts, Tubbo. They're a ladies' present. (laughs) (laughs) Why, the sight of those two gargantuan bottoms locked in mortal combat is hardly as culturally uplifting as, say, the Mikado. Oh, maybe not, but if that man had understood English, I'd now be known as the Widow Winchester. (laughs) (laughs) On only one other occasion in my life did I even approach that level of inebriation. When was that? Uh, It was the night after I graduated from Harvard Med School. I distinctly remember attempting to swim the Charles River in cap and gown, (laughs) reasoning that since it was named after me, it was my river. Well, of course. (laughs) Did you get married then, too? No, got pneumonia. Now, how come you remember that and you don't remember me? Donna, my dear, I'm scarcely likely to make that mistake again. I'm simply grateful that even in a moment of total inebriation, I had the sense and good taste to propose to you. You give the longest compliments I've ever heard. Then let me be more succinct. You can find MASH 4077 podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH4077Podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at GeekyFanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching Facebook.com slash MASH4077Podcast. Or just type in MASH4077Podcast in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at mash4077podcast.com. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Geeky fanboy. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. We both gave it high scores. Both A and B stories were really, really well done. Yeah. Cool. Well, I am Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. We're gathered here in Conclave Met. (coughs) Thank you. For two reasons. One, to celebrate Corporal Shaw's first night out. (laughs) And, And B... To officially dissolve the ersatz marriage of Mr. and Mrs. Chuck Winchester. Cuddle. Cuddle. Father, I realize that that this ceremony will not will not be in line with the basic tenets of your religion. Oh. I I didn't know ten, tennis was a re- religion. <laughs> no ecclesiastical conflict, Hawkeye. The bartender who married them was a druid. <laughs> Father, if you'll just get ready to play so long, it's been good to know you. Uh-huh. Is the flower girl ready? Absolutely. A bouquet of four roses. <laughs> and now to perform the ceremony, the irreverend J.B. Honeydew. Hit it, Father. Do you, Chuck Emerson Winchester III, <laughs> take this lovely, if gullible, young woman as your unlawful, unwedded unwife? I undo. <laughs> and do you, Donna Marie Parker Winchester III, take this pickled amnesiac as your unlawful, unwedded unhubby? I undo too. 
Then, by the power invested in me, by the state of intoxication, <laughs> I hereby pronounce you man and woman. Ah. You may now ignore the bride. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, The Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his knights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world, so if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.